A deeper dive into the role of spike protein in myocarditis and blood clotting after COVID-19 vaccination. In this series, Promise or Peril, Alarming COVID-19 mRNA Vaccine Issues, we explore how the introduction of mRNA technology lacked an adequate regulatory framework, setting the stage for serious adverse events and other concerns related to inadequate safety testing of lipid nanoparticles, spike protein, and residual DNA and lipid-related impurities, as well as truncated-slash-modified mRNA species. Previously, in Part 1, we introduced how the U.S. Food and Drug Administration relaxed the rules for mRNA vaccines compared to mRNA therapies and discussed the available data regarding LNP distribution throughout the body based on animal testing, the fact that human testing was not done, and the lack of mRNA or spike protein biodistribution data. In Parts 2 and 3, we explored how the LNPs are constructed and how they behave in the body and affect health. Health Viewpoints Now we turn to another problem the cargo contained in the LNP capsules, the mRNA and its encoded spike protein. We introduced the inflammatory response to the spike protein and one of its subunit proteins and how they may contribute to serious adverse events such as myocarditis and blood clotting. Rochelle Walensky, former director of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, stated on Good Morning America in June 2021 that myocarditis cases are really quite rare, minor, self-limited, they generally resolve with rest and standard medications. However, this assertion was made based on a preliminary review of 300 cases and before conducting long-term follow-up. A study published on August 1 followed 40 adolescents in Hong Kong for up to a year. Follow-up testing performed in 26 patients with initial abnormal findings revealed that 58% of those with vaccine-associated myocarditis had persistent heart muscle scarring. The authors concluded there exists a potential long-term effect on exercise capacity and cardiac functional reserve during stress. This series demonstrates how exposure to the spike protein results in downstream cardiovascular issues. Given that vaccination causes the body to produce more spike protein, it is clear that additional research was needed to understand the health impacts of vaccination prior to licensure. Summary of Key Facts The SARS-CoV-2 spike protein and its S1 subunit have known impacts on the cardiovascular system such as an increased risk of blood clotting. The vaccine-induced spike protein and its S1 subunit have been found in the blood following vaccination. In lab studies, the spike protein activates white blood cells and may trigger an inflammatory response or clotting. Free spike protein was found in the blood of adolescents and young adults with post-mRNA vaccine myocarditis, but not in healthy control subjects without myocarditis. The S1 subunit can interact with ACE2, platelets, and fibrin and may be what leads to an inflammatory response driving serious adverse events, including clots, myocarditis, and neurological problems. As discussed in Part 3, lipid nanoparticles act as adjuvants, stimulating the immune system. This innate immune response peaks within six hours of vaccination and returns to baseline by about day nine temporarily corresponding to the onset of myocarditis, which typically occurs within the first seven days following mRNA COVID-19 vaccination. 
Studies have not been done to evaluate how vaccination affects those who have already been infected with SARS-CoV-2. The spike protein was implicated in small vessel microclots during COVID-19 illness. Thus, post-vaccination cardiovascular effects should have been anticipated. The first deadline for FDA-mandated post-authorization safety studies has passed, yet to the best of our knowledge, the full report has not been made available to the public. The spike protein protrudes from the SARS-CoV-2 virus like a crown of sticky handles. The job of the spike protein is to grab onto the ACE2 receptor so the virus can enter the cell. The ACE2 receptor is found in many human cells in the lungs, kidneys, gut, heart, and the lining of the blood vessels. Spike protein is comprised of two parts, the S1 and S2 subunits. The S1 subunit protein sits at the tip of the spike protein and is responsible for attaching to the ACE2 receptor. Once bound to the receptor, the spike protein changes shape to allow the virus to enter. Having accessed the inside of the cell, the SARS-CoV-2 virus uses the cell's own protein manufacturing process to make new viral proteins. Effective vaccines select recognizable antigens that induce a robust immune response. The spike protein was chosen for the mRNA COVID-19 vaccine because it is responsible for attaching to cells and gaining entry. However, research suggests that the spike protein and its S1 subunit may also be responsible for cardiovascular complications following both infection and vaccination. The S2 subunit may also interfere with tumor suppression, potentially explaining why COVID-19 can be more severe for cancer patients. Research shows that the spike protein is found in the blood following COVID-19 infection and vaccination. The spike protein modifies blood clotting and can stimulate an overactive immune response. A better understanding of these findings and the specific roles the spike protein and its S1 subunit play will help us determine who is most at risk for severe disease or vaccine-adverse events. Cardiovascular Effects of Spike Protein Following Infection Although the studies are small, the spike protein has been found in the blood and clots of severely ill COVID-19 patients. The clinical evidence suggests a fingerprint of the spike protein's cardiovascular effects. In a study of 41 patients published in Frontiers in Immunology, 30.4% of the 23 hospitalized were found to have significant levels of spike protein in their circulation. None of the remaining 18 uninfected or mildly ill individuals had circulating spike protein. A small case control study detected the spike protein in clots retrieved from COVID-19 patients with acute ischemic stroke and myocardial infarction. Another study detected the S1 subunit in the plasma of 64% of COVID-19-positive patients, and S1 levels were significantly associated with disease severity. The nucleocapsid protein, a marker for COVID-19 infection, was also detected. The authors speculated that the presence of S1 and N in plasma suggests that virus fragments enter the bloodstream, potentially due to tissue damage. The exact chain of events is not fully understood. Still, laboratory, clinical, and biopsy findings offer converging evidence suggesting a role for the spike protein and its S1 subunit in blood clotting and heart injury. 
blood clots associated with spike S1 subunit. In laboratory experiments like those performed in the Frontiers in Immunology study, the spike protein S1 subunit causes a chain reaction that sets up the right conditions for clots to form. In this chain reaction, the S1 protein binds to the ACE2 receptor on the cells lining the blood vessels. Binding to ACE2 then activates immune cells. This domino effect can also stimulate platelet binding, increasing clotting risk. Platelets are essential clotting agents that stop blood loss following injury by clumping together. The authors further noted that in vitro, our group recently documented that exposing sera from severe COVID-19 patients to endothelial cells induced platelet aggregation. In other words, the S1 subunit is of interest because, in vitro, it appears to cause changes to clotting mechanisms. If the S1 subunit can affect clotting agents like fibrin, complement 3, and prothrombin, this may be a mechanism through which SARS-CoV-2 can cause cardiovascular complications. Clotting causes changes in blood flow, potentially leading to thrombosis, stroke, and heart attack. Atypical blood clots. Providing blood thinners to decrease the risk of clot formation did not appear to reduce the clotting risk in COVID-19 inpatients or outpatients. This may be because the clots formed after exposure to the S1 subunit may not be typical blood clots. Three findings suggest that the S1 subunit is important to clotting risk. 1. Clots resist normal breakdown. First, when the S1 subunit was added to healthy blood in the lab, it created dense, fibrous clot deposits. These fibrous amyloid clots formed even when blood taken from healthy people was exposed to the S1 subunit. The S1 subunit appears to be associated with clotting resistant to fibrinolysis the normal breakdown of clots necessary to restore blood flow after injury. These amyloid clots are shown in figure 1 below. Amyloid clots occur when a protein is damaged and begins to fold abnormally on itself. When these abnormal amyloid proteins accumulate in the body, they can interfere with normal function. Figure 1. Amyloid clots formed in response to spike protein S1. 2. S1 subunit can induce amyloid substances. Second, these dense clots may be caused by certain protein segments on the S1 subunit. The spike protein has seven protein segments that can induce fibrous substances. While the fully intact spike protein did not form this amyloid, the S1 subunit did. This finding is interesting because it suggests that the subunits of the spike protein may have unique effects on cells. 3. Spike blocks other clot-inhibiting proteins. Third, spike protein can outcompete other proteins, which prevent clots from forming. In another laboratory experiment designed to understand how this process plays out, scientists found that the spike protein blocks proteins important to breaking down clots. In summary, the in vitro research suggests that the spike protein subunit S1 can induce clot formation and impair clot dissolution. While we do not know precisely how this translates to processes in the body, Epic Times Jan Jikilek explored clotting and the role of spike protein with pathologist Dr. Ryan Cole on June 3 and Dr. Paul Merrick on May 23. In the interview, Dr. Cole explained that the spike protein persists in the body longer, inflames tissues wherever it lands, 
and acts as an irritant or toxin in the body. Spike protein found in COVID-19 vaccinated myocarditis patients. Studies of COVID-19 vaccinated patients diagnosed with myocarditis found spike protein in the patient's blood and heart muscles, but not in those without myocarditis. Found in blood. The full-length spike protein has been found in the blood of vaccinated adolescents with myocarditis, but not in the blood of those without myocarditis. It is unclear why the spike protein was circulating freely or unbound by antibodies. The adolescents who developed myocarditis had similar immune markers to those who did not develop myocarditis. In other words, the group with myocarditis did not appear to have any immune problems. Rather, these adolescents may have had an overactive natural immune response. Strong natural immunity helps the body fight off disease without any prior exposure. However, the first responders can sometimes be exuberant. If the innate immune response overreacts, it may trigger myocarditis. Found in heart muscle. The spike protein coated by mRNA has also been found in heart muscle cells. An endomyocardial biopsy study was conducted among 15 patients with myocarditis following vaccination. No other viral infection could be found that might have caused the myocarditis. The investigators found SARS-CoV-2 spike protein in 9 of the 15 patients. Immune cells were also detected in the biopsy samples. These observations suggest an inflammatory reaction to the spike protein. The authors concluded, although a causal relationship between vaccination and the occurrence of myocardial inflammation cannot be established based on the findings, the cardiac detection of spike protein, the CD4 plus T cell dominated inflammation, and the close temporal relationship argue for a vaccine triggered autoimmune reaction. A 2022 modeling study also suggests that the spike protein can cause an autoimmune response by mimicking human molecules causing antibodies to bind to self-proteins. Spike S1 detected in the blood of vaccinated adults. Another study found that 11 of 13 adults vaccinated with Moderna's mRNA-1273 had the S1 subunit in their blood as early as one day after vaccination. Plasma was collected from 13 participants at various times during the first month after each dose. The antigens S1 and Spike were measured to estimate the amount of mRNA translation into protein products. After the first 100 microgram dose, S1 antigen was detected in the plasma of 11 participants. In contrast, the Spike antigen was detected in 3 of 13 participants. The S1 antigen peak was detected on average 5 days after vaccination. Again, the timing of this peak for S1 seems to add to the clues suggesting an autoimmune response in the week after vaccination. mRNA detected in the blood and lymph nodes after vaccination. Vaccine mRNA, which encodes the spike protein and its S1 subunit, also persists in the blood and lymph nodes. Following vaccination, spike-encoded mRNA has been found in the blood for 15 days and in lymph nodes for up to 60 days. Spike-laden exosomes have been found circulating in the blood for up to four months. This finding is important because it refutes the CDC's claim that the mRNA is so fragile that it dissolves quickly at the injection site. 
The lymph nodes continue creating better-fitting antibodies after any viral infection. This is a critical way that our bodies prepare for new variants naturally. However, persistently high levels of vaccine-induced mRNA and spike protein may not be helpful when the immune system is asked to respond to future variants. In other words, if the immune system is tasked with continuing to pump out antibodies to a previous variant, it may be less nimble when asked to create a high-quality antibody for a new variant. Inadequate clinical trials leave unresolved questions. Given what we know about the harmful effects of the SARS-CoV-2 virus, we should not have assumed that the vaccine-encoded spike protein would be harmless. And given what we know about clotting issues following COVID-19 infection, future studies should test whether the S1 subunit produced in response to vaccination can also cause clotting issues via the same pathway. These studies should include both lab experiments and human observations. In addition, we do not know the relative amounts of free spike protein in circulation following infection versus vaccination. In the case of the COVID-19 vaccines, the active ingredient was not studied prior to authorization. The manufacturers used mRNA that encodes for a substitute protein to test the safety and biodistribution of the mRNA vaccines. Pfizer submitted animal biodistribution data to regulatory agencies using the surrogate RNA encoding for luciferase, as discussed in part one of this series. However, these studies were inadequate in describing how mRNA, the spike protein, its S1 subunit, and the LNP carrier would affect the human body. In this article, we describe laboratory findings showing clotting associated with the S1 subunit. Studies like these reinforce why thorough preclinical studies are so crucial. The studies conducted by pharmaceutical companies were not sufficient to address these questions. We had very little information about how people would respond to vaccination depending on age, sex, immune status, overall health, or history of prior SARS-CoV-2 infection. The original clinical trials did not enroll enough people who had already recovered from COVID-19. They were not designed to provide an understanding of how prior infection would affect a person's response to vaccination. Required Pfizer post-authorization safety study unavailable to public. Pre-authorization studies were clearly inadequate. Post-authorization, the FDA has only acknowledged that passive surveillance is insufficient to establish safety. The agency responded to adverse event reports by requiring Pfizer to conduct additional studies, with the first monitoring report due October 2022. On page 6 of the approval letter, the FDA acknowledges this fact. We have determined that an analysis of spontaneous post-marketing adverse events reported under Section 505 of the FDCA will not be sufficient to assess known serious risks of myocarditis and pericarditis and identify an unexpected serious risk of subclinical myocarditis. Furthermore, the pharmacovigilance system that the FDA is required to maintain under Section 505 of the FDCA is not sufficient to assess these serious risks. Therefore, based on appropriate scientific data, we have determined that you are required to conduct the following studies. Has the FDA received the monitoring report from Pfizer, which was due by October 31, 2022? The next report, the interim report, 
will be due in October. Figure 2. FDA Post-Marketing Safety Study Requirements. Read Part 1, FDA Overhaul Needed for New Vaccines and mRNA Therapies. Read Part 2, Health Implications of Poor COVID-19 mRNA Testing, Miscarriage, Vision Loss, Immunotoxicity. Read Part 3, Pulling Back the Curtain, mRNA Lipid Nanoparticle Design Created Potential for Clotting and Triggering Immune Overdrive. Next, in Part 5, we will discuss the mRNA manufacturing issues affecting contamination with double-stranded DNA and the potential for genome integration. References AdGene Molecular Biology Reference https colon slash slash www.adgene.org slash mole hyphen bio hyphen reference slash introduction Alana F. Ogata, Chien Cheng, Michael Desjardins, Yasmin Sanusi, Amy C. Sherman, Megan Powell, Louis Novak, Selena Vaughn, Xiaofang Li, Lindsay R. Baden, David R. Walt, Circulating Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome Coronavirus 2 Vaccine Antigen Detected in the Plasma of mRNA-1273 Vaccine Recipients, Clinical Infectious Diseases, Volume 74, Issue 4, February 15, 2022, pages 715 to 718 https colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1093 slash sid slash ciab465. Alden M. Alofsen Faya F. Yang D. Barghouth M. Wan C. Rasmussen N. Demarinus Y. Intracellular Reverse Transcription of Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 mRNA Vaccine BNT162B2 in vitro in human liver cell line. Kerr Issues Mole Biol, 2022 February 25.44 colon 1115-1126. doi, 10.3390-SIM4403073. PMID, 35723296. PMSID, PMC8946961. HTTPS colon slash slash pubmed.ncbi.nlm.nih.gov slash 35723296. Allergic reactions including anaphylaxis after receipt of the first dose of Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine United States, December 14, 23, 2020. MMWR Morb Mortal WKLY Rep 2021.70 colon 46. 51. DOI, http colon slash slash dx.doi.org slash 10.15585 slash mmwr.mm7002e1. Anderson E.J., Rufal N.G., Widge at et al. Safety and Immunogenicity of SARS-CoV-2 mRNA-1273 Vaccine in Older Adults and England J. Med 2020. 383-24-27-24-38-HTTPS-slash-slash-www.nam.org-slash-doi-slash-full-slash-10.10056-slash-nejmoa-20284-36-Anderson S. CBER Plans for Monitoring COVID-19 Vaccine Safety and Effectiveness https colon slash slash stacks dot cdc dot gov slash view slash cdc slash nine seven three four nine october twentieth twenty twenty accessed march twentieth twenty three
Angeli F, Spanavello A, Riboldi G, Visca D, Berdechia P, SARS-CoV-2 Vaccines, Lights and Shadows. Your J in turn med, 2021 June 88 colon 1-8. DOI, 10.1016 EPUB 2021 April 30th. PMID 3396693. PUSID PMC 8084611. Tigera Crespo, A. Chan, C. K. Bates, E. War H. K. Vant, J. Wilson, E. Truong, C. D. Lipkaloid, M. From P. Vermas, J. Williams, D. Machieski, L. Hurek, M. Nagalo, B. M. Coglin, L. Umlauf, S. Chiu, P. L. Borad, M. J. CH Adox 1 interacts with CAR and PF4 with implications for thrombosis with thrombocytopenia syndrome. Science Advances 7. Ebel 8213. https colon doiorg 10.1126 Baumier C. Alashiva G. Harms D. Gross U. Ham C. Asmus B, Wessenfeld R, Kelm M, Ramos S, Wenzel P, Munzel T, Elsasser A, Galani M, Pering C, Burakati A, Flesh M, Kempf T, Bowersax J, Escher F, Schulthis HP, Intramyocardial Inflammation After COVID-19 Vaccination, and Endomyocardial Biopsy Proven Case Series. International Journal of Molecular Sciences. 2022. 23,69,40.https://doi.org/10.3390/ijms2313694.bloom k van den berg f and arbuthnet p self-amplifying rna vaccines for infectious diseases gene the 28 117 to 129 https colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1038 slash s41434 hyphen 020 hyphen 00204 hyphen y https colon slash slash www.nature.com slash articles slash s41434 hyphen 020 hyphen 00204 hyphen y chauhan h mohapatra S. Munt, D.J. et al. Physical Chemical Characterization and Formulation Considerations for Solid Lipid Nanoparticles. AAPS PharmCytech 17. 640-651. HTTPS colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1208 slash s12249-015-0394-x. Chue CSL, Fan M, 1 EYF, et al. Thromboembolic events and hemorrhagic stroke after mRNA and inactivated COVID-19 vaccination, a self-controlled case series study. Lancet. 2022, 
https colon slash 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 journals slash eclinm slash article slash pis two five eight nine hyphen five three seven zero 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 two three four hyphen six slash full text dag buril j bergstad larsen v mirup thiessen e at all analysis of thromboembolic and thrombocytopenic events after the AZD-1222, BNT-162-B2, and mRNA-1273 COVID-19 vaccines in three Nordic countries. JAMA Netto Open 2022.5, E2217375 DOI 10.1001/jaminetworkupen.2022.1737578https://jaminetwork.com/journals/jaminetworkopen/philarticles/2793348/de-silva-rl/virus-associated thrombotic microangiopathies/hematology/oncology/and/stem-cell therapy 2011:44:51-59/https://www.sciencedirect.com/science/article/pi/s1658387611500038x. Day Kowiti. Why mRNA ionizable LNPs formulations are so short-lived? Causes and way out. Expert open drug to live. 2023 https colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1186 slash s13054-020-0330453 8 European Medicines Agency https colon slash slash www.ema.europa.eu slash and slash documents slash assessment hyphen report slash comiarnady hyphen epar hyphen public hyphen assessment hyphen report underscore and dot pdf. Fazeline D, Valulina Y, Salnikov V, Zuev Y, Direct interaction of fibrinogen with lipid microparticles modulates clotting kinetics and clot structure. Nanomedicine. 2020 January 23 https colon slash slash pubmed.ncbi.nlm.nih.gov slash 31655206. FDA. Considerations for Human Radio-Labeled Mass Balance Studies Guidance for Industry. 
https colon slash slash www.fda.gov slash media slash 158178 slash download may 2022 fda development and licensure of vaccines to prevent covid 19 https colon slash slash www.fda.gov slash media slash 139638 slash download FDA CBER 2021-5683-0013962 approved on November 9, 2020. A tissue distribution study of A-labeled lipid nanoparticle mRNA formulation containing ALC0315 and ALC0159 following intramuscular administration in Wistahan rats. Final Report Test Facility Study Number 185350 Sponsor Reference No. ALC NC0552HTTPS colon slash slash phmpt.org slash WP hyphen content slash upload slash 2022 slash 03 slash 125742 underscore S1 underscore M4 underscore 4223 underscore 185350.pdf. Fertig T. E. Chitoyu L. Marta D. S. Ionescu V. S. Sismacy U. V. B. Radu E. Angaluta G. Dobe M. Serbanescu A. Hinescu Mi. Gergesianu M. Vaccine mRNA can be detected in blood at 15 days post vaccination. Biomedicines. 2022 June 28.10 15.38. Doi. 10.3390-slash-biomedicines-1007-1538. PMID-3588482. PMSID, PMC-9313234. HTTPS colon slash slash www.ncbi.nlm.nih.gov slash PMC slash article slash PMC-9313234. Grobler LM et al. SARS-CoV-2 spike protein S1 induces fibrin resistant to fibrinolysis, implications for microclot formation in COVID-19 Biosci Rep 41, BSR 20210611. HTTPS colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1042 slash BSR 20210611. Ho X, Zax T, Langer, R, et al. Lipid Nanoparticles for mRNA Delivery. NatRev Modder 6, 1078-1094. HTTPS colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1038 slash s41578-021-00358-0 Iaboni A, Jindal N, Betchel S D, Song C. Second-dose mRNA COVID-19 vaccine safety in patients with immediate reactions after the first dose, a case series. Journal of Allergy and Clinical Immunology, Global. 2022.1.172-174.https://www.sciencedirect.com/science/article/pi/s2772829322000200. talk about lipid nanoparticles. NatRev Modder 6, 99. 
https colon slash slash www.nature.com slash articles slash s41578 hyphen 021 hyphen 02281 hyphen 4. Lee JX, Wong, YH, Bear, H, at all risk assessment of retinal vascular occlusion after COVID-19 vaccination. NPJ vaccines 8, 64. HTTPS colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1038 slash s41541 hyphen 023 hyphen 00661 hyphen 7. Michieletto D. Luzic, M. Maranduzzo, D. et al. Physical Principles of Retroviral Integration in the Human Genome. Nat Komun 10, 575. HTTPS colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1038 slash s41467 hyphen 019 hyphen 08333 SM, and Simberg, D. Pro-inflammatory concerns with lipid nanoparticles. Molecular Therapy, The Journal of the American Society of Gene Therapy, 30, 2109-2110. HTTPS forward slash forward slash doi.org slash 10.1016 slash j.imthi.2022.04.011. Naturally Inspired Podcast. Jessica Rose PhD Veers, Data and Truth HTTPS colon slash slash www.audible.com slash pd slash jessica hyphen rose hyphen phd hyphen veers hyphen data hyphen and hyphen truth hyphen podcast slash b09ymljgbn question mark client context equal sign 132-5166709 hyphen 6339436 ampersand login attempt equal sign True ampersand no challenge shown equal sign true. Nunez Castilla J, Steblyankin V, Baral P, Balbin C A, Sabhan M, Sikovsky T, Mondal A M, Nurasimhan G, Chapagan P, Matthi K, et al. Potential autoimmunity resulting from molecular mimicry between SARS-CoV-2 spike and human proteins. Viruses. 2022, 14:14:15. HTTPS colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.3390 slash v1407.1415. Nystrom S. Hammerstrom P. Amyloidogenesis of SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. J. A.M. Chemistry SOC 2022, 144, 20, 8945 to 8950. HTTPS colon slash slash pubs dot ACS dot org slash doi slash one zero dot one zero two one slash jacks dot two C zero three nine two five. Ogata AF, Meili AM, Wusi, et al. Ultrasensitive serial profiling of SARS CoV2 antigens and antibodies in plasma to understand disease progression in COVID 19 patients with severe disease. Clinical Chemistry, Volume 66, Issue 12. December 2020, pages 1562 to 1572, https slash 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 clinchem slash hva213. Olson J. Plasmid manufacture is the bottleneck of the genetic medicine revolution. Drug Discov Today. 
2020 October 16.25 colon 1891 3. doi 10.1016 slash j.drudis.2020.09.040. EPUB ahead of print. PMID 33075470. Consid PMC 7564888. HTTPS colon slash slash www.ncbi.nlm.nih.gov slash PMC slash article slash PMC 7564888. Perico L. Marina Marigi M. Galbuzera M. et al. SARS-CoV-2 spike protein 1 activates microvascular endothelial cells and complement system leading to platelet aggregation. Front. Immunol. 2022 https forward slash forward slash www.frontiersin.org slash articles slash 10.3389 slash FIMO.2022.827146 slash full. Chin S. Tong X. Chin Y. et al. mRNA based therapeutics, powerful and versatile tools to combat diseases. Sig Transduct Target the 7. 166. https colon slash slash doi dot org slash one zero dot one zero three eight slash s four one three nine two hyphen zero two two hyphen zero one zero zero seven hyphen w Rafati A. Pace Bonnie Y. Jamie M. at all association of SARS CoV two vaccination or infection with Bell Palsy, a systematic review and meta-analysis. JAMA Otolaryngol Head Neck SURG, published online April 27, 2023. DOI 10.1001/jamato.2023.016/https://jamanetwork.com/journals/jamaotolaryngology/folarticles/2804297. Bauman KK, Holden SJ, Raber J, Banks WA, Erickson MA. The S1 protein of SARS-CoV-2 crosses the blood-brain barrier in mice. Nat Neurosci. 2021 March 24,378-378. DOI 10.1038/S41593-020-00771-8. EPUB 2020 December 16. PMID 33328624. PMSID PMC 8793077. HTTPS colon slash slash pubmed.ncbi.nlm.nih.gov slash 33328624. Roltkin K, Nielsen SCA, Silva O, Immune Imprinting, Breadth of Variant Recognition and Germinal Center Response in Human SARS-CoV-2 Infection and Vaccination. Cell 2022.185 colon 1025-1040. HTTPS colon slash slash www.cell.com slash cell slash fulltext slash s0092-8674000076-1 Rosenblum H.G. G.J. Liuar et al. Safety of mRNA vaccines administered during the initial six months of the U.S. COVID-19 vaccination program, 
an observational study of reports to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System and vSafe. Lancet Infectious Diseases 2022.22.802-812, https colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.1016 slash s1473-3099005-4-2022.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22.22
Neutral Clark R. Johnny D. Warline C. Bulo R. D. Dolly Von Stillfried S. Bor P. Multisystemic Cellular Tropism of SARS-CoV-2 and Autopsies of COVID-19 Patients. Cells. 2021 July 27.10 colon 1900. DOI 10.3390/cells1008190. PMID 344406669. PMSID PMC 8394956. https colon slash slash pubmed.ncbi.nlm.nih.gov slash 344406669. Yonker LM, Swank Z, Barch YC, et al. Circulating spike protein detected in post COVID 19 mRNA vaccine myocarditis. Circulation. 2023 colon 147. HTTPS forward slash forward slash www.ahajournals.org slash doi slash 10.1161 slash circulation aha.122.061025. UCK, Sao S, Ng CW, Chua GT, Chan KL, Sure J, Chan YY, IPP, Quan MY, Chung YF. Cardiovascular assessment up to one year after COVID-19 vaccine-associated myocarditis. Circulation. 2023 August 148-436-439. 10.1161 circulation aha.123.064772. EPUB 2023 July 31st. PMID 37523760. PMSID, PMC 103736369. Jing Y Zhao J, Li J, Guo Z, Xing J, Ye X, Jin G, Wang C, Chai W, Yen J, Liu D, Liang X. SARS CoV 2 spike protein causes blood coagulation and thrombosis by competitive binding to heparin sulfate. In J Biol Macromol. 2021-deck15.193-11-24-11-29.doi.10.10.16-j.ijbomac.2021.10.112.epub2021-october29th.pmid.3474-3814.pmsid.8553634. HTTPS colon slash slash www.ncbi.nlm.nih.gov slash PMC slash article slash PMC 8553634.